Hello and welcome once again to Gone Off on a Tangent. This is episode 13 and there's only one place to start. Kaiser Walsh waiting and they've dropped the goal! Oh, well, that really has put the cat amongst the pigeons and once again it's Tom Hopper who's on target for Lincoln! Wembley! Wembley! We're, we're the famous Lincoln City and we're going to Wembley! Wembley! If, if we get lucky in the ballot. Yeah, probably not going to Wembley. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good place to start because um, I don't want to start with negative because we're going to the positives in a minute, but fuck me, there's not enough tickets, is there? Nah. It's not good. Three, you can have, what, 10,000 each last week, but three and for a test, and by all accounts, the test. Went really well. Yeah. So we'll reduce the tickets to three and a half each. Nice Literally, one. Literally, 3,879, I think, that's going on. There is a petition, though. You've asked me to sign it on Facebook. There mm. is a petition, isn't there? So I don't know if... To be honest, I was saying this to, um, saying this to someone earlier. Like, even that petition, like, it's only just got to 10,000. And I actually don't think anyone else has asked apart from the six clubs that are involved. So I think that's just it's not going to drum up as much kind of um, force as we probably would have hoped. Well, but. I'm not involved, and I think it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> well, you yeah. can have if you're a general football fan, then cup. you'll you know. But it's uh, incredible achievement. I can't. Still, yeah, let's let's do the positive because that, that that was slightly negative, and I didn't mean it to be. But it but it, it's in the news. Boys, what a win! I still I'm still like I'm even just talking about it, I get goosebumps, but I genuinely can't. I'm still not processing the fact that we're 90 minutes away from playing championship football. 90 it's minutes. fucking wow. mental. And we were absolutely awful first half. First half, we terrible. Yeah, you were deer in the headlights first half. God. It was terrifying, actually. Is it? I mean, I'm a neutral, clearly, but I, I, I've got a vested interest in Lincoln um, for many reasons. And I watched it and thought, I nearly sent a text at half-time or WhatsApp just saying, fucking hell. But you know what? I didn't. I thought, no, no, they will come out much better second half. I mean, we, we have is. got, I mean, the whole season we had a rep of being a second half team, but it's just, I didn't know if it was just kind of going to be one step too far. They absolutely hammered us first half. And they chucked everything at you though. I That's mean, that, the, the, the turning everything. point, that Ioma block when White should have squared it, put it anywhere in the goal, but he gets the block in. Yeah, the they look like they ran out of steam a bit though. Yeah, to me. Like they, well, they, they had to come out and they had to come out like out the blocks fast, didn't they? To to have any chance of wiping that two goal lead out, and then obviously get the goal. And fucking hell, we missed four chances after that to put it to bed. And I did fear for you because the two goals they got in the first half were pretty soft. I must admit, they yeah. they, they looked a bit tired, a bit leggy. You thought, oh, is this is this ninety too far? Maybe mm. I don't think they'd ever go into a game thinking it was job done. I really don't think that no. Appleton won't allow that, but. There was a bit about oh shit, there's a crowd and I don't know. It was weird first, weird first half. They yeah. just Sunderland came out as you would want if you're a Sunderland fan. But it's typical Lincoln City though, not to like in the big big games, not to turn up in the first half. Like when we was trying to get out of the National League, we scored oh, like the last three I think, games. Yeah. I think we scored in the 90th minute in we all came, of them. And we was, came from behind and won about five games, two one in the last ten games. It's just like used to the DNA, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Man. Oh, it's, it is. It's mad, and and it's just a it's a crying shame that we can't take thirty thousand really to to the, what would have been an unbelievable day out. But um, obviously, yeah, it, it frustrates the shit out of me as well because we, it gets announced today that actually Chelsea and Man City fans are allowed six thousand each in the Champions League final in Portugal. 
but you can't have you know it's just that you can it's, it's all this buts and maybes but the government needs to just there's so many things that just don't make sense like they have done throughout this a lot of the things that the government put in place over the pandemic has been been great but a lot of it's very questionable well they've released today that um the euros they're going to have full houses at yeah. Wembley what two, two, week, two, two weeks time two, yeah but two weeks after they've refunded everybody's fucking ticket money so that's i don't know how that's going to work but Just, like as well like at the darts last night thousand people in the um in milton Keynes indoors you know and you can't make any sense well, you've got, look no at, sense whatsoever look if sunderland sense. made it they had ten thousand at home like if they beat us they had ten thousand at home in at the stadium of light in a how, i don't know how fifty thousand does the stadium of light hold five something like that um but they would have only like so they had ten thousand for that game. They go to Wembley in a ninety thousand seat stadium, and they're only allowed three thousand eight hundred. How does that make sense? It's stupid. I mean, back on the game, it was very interesting what Appleton said in his post match, just about how he can't repeat what he said at half time. Yeah. I've we have uh, a uh. we have a friend in the dressing room, and I text him at the night once he'd calmed down a bit. And yeah, he said uh, it was pretty, pretty vociferous. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and and I'd love to have been Don't a fly in the wall. But... <laughs> well, there's this week's word then. Um, this week's word is vociferous. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds it was... like something you rub during sex. <laughs> <laughs> with strangers off Tinder or with your off? She's going down that route already. We're about three minutes in. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um... It's incredible, really, and you know. Bones on silent, lads. I really. Bones on silent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around like it's not you, you. That wasn't wow. me. No, genuinely, like, it's it, it's a bit of a it's a well, it's a massive ball ache for because uh, I mean ultimately those that missed out in the ballot for the first leg of the of the semis they're going to um, they're guaranteed a ticket for the final. And then the rest will be divvied out between season ticket holders, and it's just whether you're lucky enough to to be one of those. So I've got everything crossed, but if not, what will be will be, and I won't be going to Wembley. But it's um, fingers crossed we can get over the line. It'd be absolutely unbelievable if we do. And to be honest, I mean, even if we don't go up, it's an unbelievable achievement this year. That's but, that's such a Lincoln City fan attitude let's play the game and then we can reflect like that yeah yeah i know what you're saying but it's um i genuinely genuinely i'm gonna put my put it on the line here i am so confident yeah i know you're 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 about as confident as anybody genuinely i can the the way the blackpool play we'll like we'll play into our hands the way yeah exactly exactly i said it in the whatsapp group and the way that we played against what we win and draw against blackpool this Mm, year yeah and i can't see us losing i'd it sound, I know Ooh. this is arrogant and wow. could <laughs> massively come Could to, backfire. Yeah, but if it does, it does. It's from a 13. beloved team. And if you don't, if you can't support and think I your think own team's going to win, it's a bad job. It's it? going to be a very open game. And I think it's going to be a, a good game. From what I can tell, they can't defend for shit. So, but they Certainly can attack. in those two games against no. Oxford, they looked... I mean, so if you boys can attack and be... Be stronger at the back. There was a few had a bad game in that first half, and I think yeah. it was very brave of Appleton to take a couple off, mm. and that shows real leadership from from him. But McGrandos, mate, he, well, oh, McGrandos and Walsh, they are just they're so solid. Like it's it's not even funny. Like they were they were just the difference. They were incredible, and um, yeah, the old cliche in it. Game yeah. of two halves, and Fucking my massively. god, it was massively. And off you go, Wembley boys. 
90 minutes from the there. championship. Fucking championship. I think that just going back onto the ticket side of things, and it's not our game, but the championship playoff final is was known as the richest game in football. Yeah. And you're going to have 3,800 tickets seen. there. Yeah. From eight each side for the richest game in football. That is about a Swansea attendance, though. To be fair, so <laughs> it's not that massive. But they've already they was already saying that if the Champions League final was in at Wembley, they'd yeah, already made right. said yeah. that they could have ten. Was it ten each 10, for the thousand each? I think. Yeah. So uh, what, what does it matter? Whether make it up as they go along, Carl. If I'm honest, yeah, that's seems, probably just a nonsense. It's isn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think ten thousand tickets would have been anywhere enough for, for us either because. I think I can't remember what we took to Wembley for the Checker Trade yeah, final. Nearly 30, it was nearly thirty, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so even for the city, isn't it? But it's it's just a nonsense that they can't. Either way, I'm going to be an absolute write off next Monday. So yeah, we're not recording the podcast till probably Wednesday. <laughs> uh, <and if laughs> Actually, we, I think we should go. Regardless of the result, I think we should probably just go all night and then just. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will still be drinking if we've got (laughs) up. Dan, I've picked you up before after an all night. Yeah, I know. And it was a very interesting sight. Ironically, that was at Wembley as well, wasn't it? it? And actually, if you could have an entire gym bar laid out for me for whilst we record, I'll get through it. I'm sure Daniel sort us out. Yeah, it's fine. And Negronis. That's what I was drinking the whole day. Brilliant. What a day. England beat Croatia. Everyone got Negroni's on tap. Again. Thank you. So yeah, so uh, what so, a result for the Imps. I'm sorry we started off on on a massive Lincoln tangent, but uh, these two boys are, are Lincoln City fans, and it only felt right uh, to start off that way. And uh, yeah, again, congratulations, boys. Halfway there, nearly there. Ninety minutes from Championship. Unbelievable. Who would have thought that when you were slipping around the. Uh, the non-leagues boys at North Ferriby away. Oh, just a just a note, actually, because um, I'm not quite ready to leave the subject yet. Just a note on how good Apple, how good a job Appleton has done. It's it's for for me, it's the best job anywhere in any league. Yeah, I this think season it's up there. I felt there was a bit of a kick in the tits actually when uh, Grant McCann got um, the manager of the manager of the year. Uh, for League One, because I think out of every team in that league, it's um, it's a very it's an extremely impressive standout job. But it yeah, is what it is. You look how far we've come under uh, under him. Yeah. For his first game in charge, we got absolutely panned by Oxford. Well, yeah, <laughs> like he, he wasn't abs- even. In charge, what was, was it? Six nil. He, he wasn't. He was in the stands. He wasn't in charge. Was it? Yeah, but he'd been appointed by that, wasn't yeah. it? And he was, his first game was watching. What's it? I can't remember. What score was it? Six nil. Yeah, it was like, six nil. Yeah. yeah, absolute fucking. Michael Appleton's first game watching Lincoln City, and we got beat six nil by his former side. Yeah, and now we're ninety minutes from the. Uh, from the championship mad mental yeah it's an incredible achievement and uh, I do I do fear if we don't go what whether he'll be here next year but that r- remains to be seen but we shall see let's not worry about all that let's just enjoy <laughs> the next three or four days next three or four days and hopefully I'll be enjoying the three or four days weeks a more. following <laughs> even more uh, Gone off a ta- gone off on a tangent. Coming to you, leathered. <laughs> Up the end. I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> if you can't get drunk after reaching the championship, when can you get drunk? That's all I'll say. 
No, don't. Bonus. I'll get giddy. <laughs> Our next story is uh, Nuno being relieved of his duties at Wolves. Um, we're not normally ones to discuss each individual manager leaving, etc. Unless it's Allardyce and the little fan club in the corner there. But I just thought it was worth noting because it's it doesn't appear to be mutual, and it certainly isn't from the fans. They are not happy that Nuno has gone. Well, the way that they've reacted, I thought he yeah. fucking died. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like, that, I, I mean, he's brought he's brought the good times back to Wolves from what I can, you know, from what we can see from the outside, and he's very well respected by the fans. And it doesn't seem, like you say, that it's a, a mutual decision. But yeah, it's, I uh, think the reality is is that it is bankrolled. The Wolves fans can say it otherwise, but it was it was bankrolled. But he still did a really good job. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say that the blot on it, having seen them a lot of them in the Championship against my club and as we move through the years, the playing style just seemed to get more, what's the word I'm for, pragmatic as each year went by. Do you know what that means, Carl? No. Another one for the, for the word collection. It just got more Can pragmatic. Can I guess? Yeah. Does it mean like more flary? Other way. The opposite oh. direction. Opposite direction. All right. So less flair. Did, did more, well with that. More organised putting more bodies back, trying to sort of counter, trying to hit... We, obviously, we lost to them twice this year, but even so, all, they're all own goals, so you take away from what you will. Goalkeeper is a manager, though, isn't it? Don't want to concede. But he, but he did, I mean, initially, they played really... I mean, they've always kind of played on the counter, but there was a bit more flair and a bit more pizzazz to them. And now, this season, it, I mean, look at their league position. I, I can see why he's gone, if I'm honest, but I can also see from the Wolves' point of view, that, that fans' point of view, that he's part of... But he's put them back on the map. That, that's their that's their opinion is that he's put them back on the map and he shouldn't be treated this way. I mean, it was a very not... very emotional uh, farewell on the uh, on the pitch after the last game. By by all accounts, he had a guard of honour and everyone was you know, chatting the name. It, I suppose in a in a way, it was nice that they had some fans in to say goodbye. To be to be fair, but. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a strange one. I'm not um, a good mate of mine's a uh, Wolves fan, isn't he? Well, yeah. ours, not mine. Yeah, but Jake, he's absolutely. Well, it was his Twitter that made me think he fucking passed away. To yeah, be I know. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> really. But you think what he's done for him, I suppose. Similar, like took him from the um, oh, from the depths of you know a mediocre championship side. Well, League One at one well, point. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. When did he take charge as a League One manager? In League when one, the money was turned it? up. Yeah, when the, when yeah, I mean, it wasn't League One. It wasn't League One. No, no, I was going to say. Who I thought got him out of League One. I uh, can't remember. Because wasn't didn't they? Didn't it was they uh, get the points. Millwall manager got out of League One, I think. Dennis. Oh, um, no, Jacket. Yeah, I think I, I, if you're a Wolves fan, listening, you're screaming at us. I'm, I'm sorry, I think <laughs> less about Wolves. Uh, I had no idea. I got you out. We got you out of League One. You got out of League One. Well done. Griffiths up front. He was just a manager that loved chocolate sponge cake <laughs> from Wolverhampton. <laughs> What do you mean? I sound boring. Uh, the, yeah, so the money rolled in. Yeah. So the Chinese investment rolled in. And then oh, was it the old, old Uncle George the, uh, rocked up. 100 points. Oh, yeah, they're an unbelievable team. An unbelievable season. I don't know. I know he wasn't there in the League One because, as I say, Uncle George took over with the Chinese investment, started bringing all these Portuguese players. I was going to say, they basically had the Portuguese national, national team play for them in the championship, didn't they? You'd have thought they'd have... <laughs> kept the Portuguese manager to, uh, to talk a, a bitter man would say that they were pretty much financially doping but I'm not bitter so we're fine it was just a hell of an achievement to get out of our league and as I say the, the season first season back in the Prem 
European football, finished seventh. Unbelievable. Uh, we surpassed their points total this year, but still, it's, it's really, really well done from them uh, to, to get that points total. What team's that? I, I don't know, mate. Just, just, I think the listener knows. Uh, but, uh, yeah, sarcasm so aside, it was an unbelievable... <laughs> because he's aware that nobody cares. And he's also aware that everyone's getting so fucked off with the amount of shoe on. Oh, we just started the whole it? podcast dedicated to the Imps. Yeah, and the guy who's giving me shit on Twitter is an Imps fan. <laughs> so you'll be loving this, mate. You'll be loving it. I haven't said the word yet. Who's, diving, word. It? who's diving in on him? He will. Oh, no, it's only a joke. I'm joking. It was, it was a perfectly, uh, perfectly agreeable conversation on Twitter. And we, we thank the listener for, for listening. Uh, but yeah, so... Who is it? Dan. Dan! 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 Oh, Dan. Yeah, was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dan! Dan! He also Dan. sent us the drop, which will be uh, played when we get to the goat box. Thank you, Dan. That yeah, you've, that got your own, you've got your own little snippet, mate. Yeah, well that's, that's credit goes to you, mate, for doing that. Uh, but yeah, they got into got into Europe. Unbelievable achievement. Uh, and then started the rebuild process. But it's just this season, I think. You watched interviews with him and he just looked fed up with football. He did, he just didn't, didn't Not like the crowd, I don't think. I, don't, I just think... Everything was a bit more of a chore, yeah. wasn't it? It was like... Completely. Yeah. But was, that wasn't football. Like, I completely well, agree with it. Yeah, but you as a fan, was we, we know your opinion on and where you got to with it, which is He's fine. got a manager club. He's got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just... Uh, I, can un- I can totally understand it, because it must oh, have been... Oh, I can, yeah. Fucking... Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, I don't know where he'll go next. He's got a really good CV, and he's a really he's, good manager, so... Um, I did see his favourite for the Spurs job, but then I've seen they've been speaking to Martinez, haven't they, today? Oh, more so. boring football for Spurs. I'm sure yeah. Enjoy that. Another goalkeeper. But, they, yeah, yeah. But the, the guy that's taken over, or allegedly taken over um, from Wolves, plays a more attacking style. Uh, Who is it? The manager, Bruno Large, not Bruno Bitter, is going to take over. But he, I was listening to Andy Brassel on TalkSport earlier. He was saying he, he does play Who? Andy Brassel on Twitter. Who's Andy Brassel? He's a European football expert that appears on, on TalkSport every so often. And he was basically saying that the football is a, is a lot better on the eye. And it's pretty fast-paced. And it's pretty much what Nuno was originally. And it's... But it all went Pete Tong at Benfica. So it'll be very intriguing to see what, uh, what actually happens there. But they've got a really good squad. Some really good players. So I, I think I think they'll be back fighting next year. I think I, 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 don't, I, I don't think they need the to recruit. A f- they'd never replace Jota or anything, did they? No, obviously the, the injury to the striker really did it in, impact them. And they needed, I mean, first job, get rid of that melt on the wing. Your mate. He's in the Spain squad. <laughs> He's in the Spain squad. Just whilst we're on the Spain squad, actually, yeah, no, no Real Madrid players in the Brighton Spain. Brighton's got more players in the Spain squad than fucking yeah, Real Madrid. That caught all the headlines, but no Rodrigo Moreno was the one that everyone was really looking yeah, at. Yeah, of course. Who's yeah. that? Yeah, he plays in the Premier League, mate, up front. Right. Yeah, so I presume he's going to get called up on like another day. So it's like loads of fanfare. So yeah. I'm anyway, sure no one cares. Lorente's in to... it, so uh, otherwise, uh, yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year with them, that's all. I just thought it was worth noting. I mean, there's been a... Obviously, your mate Allardyce has gone. So, uh, Big Sam got relegated finally. I'm surprised he turned up for the last game. Yeah, he's a bit emotional as well, wasn't he? The fans weren't happy, though, because <laughs> um, the stadium just absolutely whiffed of gravy. It was horrendous, apparently. It was just like, ah, pisto, when he was in the, in the, in the technical area. So, that's gone now. Good luck, Big Sam. You fucking dinosaur. Wherever you go next. Don't wank off Steve Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, of course, and it goes about talking of dinosaurs. Uh, Roy Hodgson, that's 
very disingenuous to him, but Roy Hodgson obviously yeah. got his clapper, he got clapped onto the pitch, got his guard of honour, which got I was really pleased to see. Got clap on the pitch. <laughs> well, he, he was in that orgy with Bruce and Allardyce. He uh, yeah got a, got a standing ovation, which I think to be fair to him, he's got a hell of a CV and he's he's one of the football's good guys. His football's terrible, and uh, it's gone off a cliff last couple of years. But England, West Brom, Inter Milan, speaks yeah. five languages. Fair fucks to him. He's had a fair career. He'll retire a happy man, I'm sure. How do you feel about someone speaking five languages, Stubbsy, when you're struggling <laughs> to grasp English? Speak one. Well, at least if you're going to give me banter about speaking, speak the sentence while you fucking speak the sentence. You've never heard of editing, clearly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite impressive, isn't it? I mean, I'm bilingual, so it's fine. Yeah, you do, you do fuck anyone, to be fair. I do what? Fuck anyone. <laughs> Not anymore, mate. Any else I got? No, I've never have been either. Grinder, Tinder, it's all the same to me. Just in case you lose me, Kev. <laughs> you little pocket rocket. You fucking... Oh, dear. That's our next story. Can you stop throwing me... Let's, <laughs> let's just get one thing straight here. Fucking bus is getting... I am from driving over it. I'm like a speed bump to a bus. <laughs> you want that ass comes in? I just prefer you single, mate. I prefer you out there grafted. I, I can't really... I don't really like Stubbsy when he's in a relationship. It's boring. I, I'm exactly the same. Just not, not the grafting. <laughs> no, I just think now you'd be distracted just on Tinder. Even more so than you are now on Tinder. I think you'd be like even more intently looking at it. I'm Tinder, mate. I'm just not going to argue anymore because it makes you sound more guilty. Okay. So, yeah. So, obviously, the, the managerial merry ground was in full swing this week, but... Um, See where Nuno goes next. I just thought it was a good idea in the news this week just to have a little run through the league since it's all pretty much done dusted other than the sort of player finals uh, and, and the games. Um, over the weekend, a lot got concluded. So Sutton are now in the Football League. Are they allowed to play on their plastic pitch? No, nope, they'll have to rip that have up. to rip it up. Stubsy, yeah. Have to Same as um, uh, Harrogate. Is the Pie Man still there? Sutton? Yeah. Don't know. Hey, Piers. Sampling. I'm sure he's still sampling. Goalkeeper coach slash pie man. Yeah, he did that against Leeds, I think. That was in the FA Cup. Did they beat you? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. <laughs> yeah surprised he brought that up. Yeah, well, did it by mistake, didn't they? But they're, <laughs> Good record they're in about the FA Cup, are About 123 years old, so it's, it's the first time they've been in the Football League, which is, uh, yeah, credit to everyone at Sutton, really. That's unbelievable. But yeah, you're right, so they have to rip the pitch up, just like Harrogate did, which is a shame, because the community use it and all that sort of stuff. But... That is the price of joining the elite in the Football League, getting your chance to go to Salford, rub, rub shoulders with Gary Neville. Replacing the Cods. Mm. Yes, yeah, Grimsby for Sutton. Yeah. It's about right, levels, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If I'm reading the National League right, it's now straight into the playoffs, but they have a weird playoffs, don't they? So, yeah, second automatically. So Torquay yeah. uh, are through automatically to the semi, and yeah. so are Stockport, leaving Hartlepool, Notts County, Eastley, and Wrexham. So they will play in the first quarters and into the semi. So it'd be interesting. Who do you want up? Who's your money on? Um, Torquay. Yeah, they just missed out, so it would make sense. Really. Just because. To, to be honest, there's, there's, apart from Eastleigh, I think they're all they're all ex football league clubs, aren't they? So they'd be. If I'm brutally really honest, I really don't. Don't really thought. care. Oh, look at us really in the championship. Yeah, well, there you go. That's what happens. You leave that shit behind. Six it? years you're down there, boy. Never yeah. forget. 
I won't. Who are my options? <laughs> Believe me, I won't. Who are my options? <clears throat> so, so talking Stockport. I'm going to pick it on through. where I my favourite away day. Right, so you've got talking Stockport, Hartlepool, Notts County, Eastleigh, Notts and County. Wrexham. Chesterfield just missed out. So Notts County. Train over, Hooters, chicken oh. wings. Yeah. Sold. Done. Yeah, but no, I don't want to see them back in the league. Fucking hate Notts County. Uh, it'd be good if Stockport got back up because it's been a long few years for them. They've obviously, they were Stockport the away. That one. It's a good chippy at Stockport. Yeah. On the corner. Talkie's an absolute trek. Eastley's an absolute trek. I mean, we're not going to be going to either of them because we're going up another one. So. Cup games, isn't it? It's mm. a lot of cup games. Eastley's been down for a while. Well, Wrexham's a famous story, in it? Obviously, with those rich Americans taking over. The guy off. Uh, Always sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, they're not bad sides to be fair, as in all them in the mix, are they? Really? No, one of them. None of them. The good. None of them seem out of place in the football league. Out of all of them, it's probably Sutton United that you'd say is probably the one that's most out of place, wouldn't you? And they're already there. So Ryan Reynolds. Can't remember his name. (laughs) Reynolds, isn't it? Those Americans. Those Americans. Goddamn it! Kick the ball. So yeah, so okay, that's, that's a good assessment of that, boys. I think um, we'll keep an eye on that, and we'll let you know near the time when uh, see who goes up. But Chesterfield just missing out, uh, as did Bromley and FC Halifax. Uh, they just missed out as well. So as always, national league's really tight in it. To be fair, so interesting to see. So as we skip through, Ajax won the Dutch league. That's probably enough on that. Uh, League 1, as we discussed slightly earlier. Let's just go over that. The Ajax celebrations. Do you not see that? Yeah, they were were lit, to be fair, as the kids say. Lit? Hi. Hi, Adam. Hi. Hi, yeah. Yeah. I say things like lit. Yeah. No, they they were pretty mad, weren't they? To be fair. They're not celebrating the old Dutch. Yes, we watch the leagues. Yes. Let's go crazy and drink some Heineken's. Schmuck a bong. Celebrate a gosh. Yes. Fuck a goat. So PSV came second and AZ Akmar came third. So, yeah, well done, Ajax. League 1 uh, uh, was Lille. So Lille winning that, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, well done, Poch. Could be second in the league that they haven't <coughs> lost for, like, 20 years. Fucking it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Take the man out of time. I now. wonder what the difference in spend <coughs> was between those two sides and probably their... Monthly well, the wage, wage bill. Yeah. So, Carl, Lille's squad worth is two hundred sixty-eight million. Do you want to hazard a guess that's, on what PSG's that's, is? That's more than I thought it was. Yeah, that's way. Yeah, yeah, they won. They've won the league, so they're obviously quite a good side. Um, I'm going to go eight hundred million. Mm, I'll go nine twenty. Carl is the winner. Eight two four million. Oh, fucking hell. Only 24 million out. So, yes, that's their squad worth, according to Tinterweb. So, yeah, so uh, that's unbelievable that Paris haven't won it, but what are you going to do? It's probably nice that someone else has won it, if I'm honest. I mean, as we go through these leagues, it's been very. Do you reckon, is that a bit of a. I, I don't really follow much French football because it's absolutely garbage. Sorry to all of our French listeners. We. Oui. Oui, oui, oui. Ça va, ça va bien, merci. Un bibliothèque à la la piscine. Um, but uh, is what a Lille it's like? It's baguette. <laughs> we had a good time in France. Il baguette. Yeah, we did, yeah. Great was, little time in France. We came, we well, saw we Lyon, weren't we? Near Lyon. We flew into Lyon. Uh, Near Lyon. Some, some great picking. Drank some wine and had some scrambled egg and gravy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sort your cuisine out, France. You, you're, you're a mess, boys. The wine was good though, wasn't it? Not one fucking Greg's in that whole town. Yeah. (laughs) Not one fucking Greg's. You're supposed to be, oh, look, look, we bake loads of stuff. Fucking put a Greg's in the corner then, you dickheads. (laughs) Unbelievable. Fucking croissants. Chocolat de brioche. (laughs) Panola wankers. Where's your cowboy pasta? I want to know. And a highlight. highlight of the trip is smack my bitch up. Something that mean <laughs> nothing to anyone long living in the memory. <laughs> but uh, the, the, the theme as we go through We didn't this, hit anyone. No, we female. Didn't, didn't hit anyone. <laughs> they, <laughs> they nearly hit us. <laughs> um, so the theme as we go through these, is it, I'm not sure if it's COVID or what, but there's quite a few unusual winners or teams that haven't won it consistently. Do you, have a, do you have a French team that you've um, Yeah, Brest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, big breast fan. I'm more of a Rens fan. Wait, 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 wait. Right. There it is. That's one for, one Are they the still band. in League 1? Who? Brest? Yeah. Finished 17th. Do they? Is that yeah. relegation? They drooped a bit. They're normally, uh, normally <laughs> in the sort of a nice nice perky 7th normally. They're, right. They're in the, in, the, in the feet a bit, in the knees, but... Yeah. <laughs> they do sing about it. Do your tits hang low, can you tie him in a bow... They normally sing that. Do they? No. <laughs> uh, Keener's Dijon, 20th. They finished 20th. Have you got that, a team? Is that them down then? Rens. We signed Rafinha from Rens. I think we were about 4th or 5th. Rens finished 6th. Yeah. Who's your French team, DT? Can't say I've got one, to be honest, mate. You, you look like a Montpellier no, I, to me. Yeah, you've got Adopt them. Shall I adopt a Who was your player? Dutch team? So we missed that. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so I'm a massive fan Young of. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's Swiss, you dickhead. Oh, it's a good football. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm a massive fan of. Don't you fucking cover me with the fucking new plays wearing that on the continent. Uh, after the fucking none of them. escapade of fucking soccer here. I haven't got a Dutch side, Carl. Haven't you? No, I'm looking at it now. I've got no interest in any of them. Right. Nothing jumps out at you. AZ Alkmaar. Okay, pretty four four two. DT got a Dutch team, mate. Again, yeah, not really uh, my type yeah. of league. I'll I'll go with. Um, uh, all fucking shit names, aren't they? Yeah, it's, nothing's grabbing me. Unlike Brest. No, you're, still not you're grabbing, grabbing them. them. <laughs> We'll move on. So, Serie A, uh, obviously, I think... Italian team. What? Fucking hell, what? Porto. Italian <laughs> team. Porto. Uh, I like Torino. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a bit unfashionable over there, but I like Torino, yeah. Yeah. I'm a Roma man. You like the colour, don't you? Uh, yeah, well, they've got a tight kit as well. Tight kit? DT, you've got a... Um, they are famous for the tight kit. I always remember Totti yeah. being in that tight kappa kit. Oh, that don't fucking come over here. Oh, Spurs got one. I'll <laughs> be honest with you, uh, Totti is the main reason I like Roma. Yeah, he's classy. Eh? I'll go. Uh, I'll go Napoli for their uh, mental. Napoli and the goats have got a oh, form, former Napoli yeah, player now, haven't we? Oh yeah. Well, just keep your powder dry on that because mm. we're going to get to the goat ball my day soon. So yeah. let's just run through the league. So uh, International won it, mm. which. They're massively in debt and they go bust. Into so, well, your dad. 
for everybody else. Uh, won it, uh, with Milan, as they like to be called, uh, coming second. Uh, Atalanta, who, let's be honest, a class, by the way, Atalanta. Good side they to watch. proper punching. Yeah, Gary um, Goals, whenever they play, in it. Juventus, fourth, just Scraped. snuck into the Champions League. And Buffon, retired. Because Napoli fucked it, your boys, DT, fucked it. Yeah, yeah, but let's just, can we just speak about Buffon for a bit? So you can have a talk. Welcome to the book. Welcome to the he's book retiring. Podcast. Well, he's not. He's leaving you. It's a sad day. What a, what a, what a bloke. On to the Bundesliga. Yeah, bitter. Bundesliga, yeah. So it's the FC Bayern Munich. Shock, won it. So there's me saying about different teams winning it and then Bayern Munich top of the league. German team. <sighs> Borussia Mönchengladbach for me. Uh, I do like Dortmund. I've always had a thing for Dortmund. The wall, the yellow wall. I went to Hamburg on my stag do, so probably. Are they? Yeah, they are. St. Pauli, right? I'm going to go with. Nice. Yeah. St. Pauli, yeah. Division 2, but they, uh, we went for a little wander around the stadium one day and we were quite hungover. Did you? Yeah, I went back to the pub after. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, so yeah, St. Pauli. So yeah, so no shocks there. Red Bull Leipzig second, which, yeah, Borussia Dortmund in third. And uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, Fourth, so yeah, no shocks there. Into La Liga, where we're back on the shock train. So Atletico. You say shock train, I don't think it's a massive shock. Well, Atletico won it. Yeah. It's Simeone. It is, though, in a league with Barca and Madrid, surely. Mm, Well, we said in earlier podcasts, I don't think Barcelona are the force of old. I don't think Real Madrid are either. So You wouldn't expect Barca to be that far off the pace, would you? I, don't, I, I genuinely don't think they're up to much. They've not really... That's a fair assessment. The league, league, league agrees with you, so... You're looking at the Champions League results this year for Barca. I mean, they've not been anywhere near the force that they used to be. Like, Real, are, don't get me wrong, are half-decent, but I think it's pretty much a level playing field. You look at the names that um, Atletico have got. They've got the best keeper probably playing, at, arguably playing at the minute. With Jan Olblak, he's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's a fair assessment. I think um, they've got the horriblest two, well, two strikers going with Costa and Suarez. I mean, Suarez is a very unlikable character, but that does that. The pictures of him crying and all the rest of it, like the game means a lot to. I know he's a massive prick, but he's a bitey racist. But other than that, he's all right. Yeah, chomp, I, chomp, I racist, can't... racist. But other than that, yeah, he's very likeable. I quite like him. Yeah, of course you do. And then that's that was a little trip round Europe. So we're now back onto English shores. League two, Cheltenham up, Cambridge up, which I think we discussed in a week actually, and uh, and Bolton up. And then we'll see what who comes out on top uh, in the playoffs. And then into League One, or as a French would say, League One. As we know, Hull are up, Peterborough are up, and then we'll see if the Mighty Imps can get themselves up, which will be interesting. Into the Championship, Norwich, which we, again we discussed in previous weeks, Watford up, and then again we'll see who, see who battles it out between Swansea and Brentford. Where's your money on that one, boys? I think Brentford will finally finally go up. Um, I think it'd be hilarious if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, I think they're due, they're due one, aren't they? What do you reckon, Stubbsy? I wish they'd Brentford? gone up last year, actually, because Fulham were a fucking waste of time. I like uh, Brentford 
purely because of when Bentley used to play in goal for him, because I just thought he was absolutely unbelievable. Dan Bentley. Dan Bentley, yeah. Mm, His distribution, mate, was absolutely out of this world. He plays like he's got lard on his gloves, but other than that, he's all right. Distribution's what I was talking about. So you're not bothered about catching the ball, saving the ball, all the other stuff that you need, no? No, just enjoyed watching him kicking. Can't work out why he got released as a keeper. (laughs) Yeah, my, my passing's great. Heavy your time, mate. Modern day footballer. <laughs> Little dinosaur arms. <laughs> that Rex from Toy Story. Begrudgingly into the Premier League because Stubbsy will switch off now. But uh, City, as we discussed last week with their lovely celebrations, won the league. Man, United came second. Liverpool. How the fuck are Liverpool snuck into third? That's unbelievable. But what, I'm not having it, Scout. If you're listening, Liverpool fans, I know there's at least one because he joined us a while ago. I'm not having that it's as good as the title victory. Go shoo with that. Shoo. Hey. They've said that outside the ground. Klopp has said it. More people, have, Loads of people have said it. It's just as good as winning, winning, of winning the well, league. it's not. Bollocks. Is it? It's a hell of an achievement. Don't get me wrong. For oh, what they were. Well, they might as well go and sign fucking Martin Waggon with comments like that. Yeah. It's what you, start, it's what you play football for. What, we'll not getting relegated. We'll finish in third. No, we battered Derby the week. We'll leave them alone for a bit. So yeah, so I'm not having it, Scousers. Prove me wrong on Twitter. If you, if you honestly feel they it's can't. better than winning the league after, was it 30 years or something stupid? Your first win the title. Then I think you need to take a long hard look in the mirror. There. Chelsea but, snuck into fourth. Uh, Leicester did what Leicester do and don't qualify for the Champions can't. League. No idea. No, I mean, yeah. Ninth? Small yeah. club. I'm not sure I'd finish ninth. Hmm. I'm not sure who's got the most amount of points for a promoted side since 2000-2001 season scored the most away goals ever um, most really sprints side. Nice. most sprints ran more than anybody else uh, finished above Everton who won the league in October I'll give you credit with that sprint stat that was absolutely yeah my vote only outran once all season that was against Man City when we had 10 men and we were pretty much camped there and half apart from when we scored the winner have you seen that have you seen that graph yeah, yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah. If you haven't seen that graph, I know, I know I get ridiculed on this podcast, but if you haven't seen that graph, what Stubbs is on about, go check it out because it's ridiculous the comparison. You know, Everybody else, every, the all other 19 clubs are in the bottom left of this graph and then Leeds are top right. It's crackers. So, yeah, just to clarify, that's the most away wins, the most goals scored, and the highest totals since 2000 2001. Uh, anyway, so um, who else is there? Moving swiftly on, yeah. we finished. Everton. Everton finished tenth, which let's 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 call it. That is a disappointing season. That is a it really is from where they were. were. Yeah, I thought yeah, they won the league in September. They did, did not get a trophy for that. Yeah, they only played three games, mate. <laughs> but I mean, I think Ancelotti would disappoint. But they were going on like they had done. Yeah, I think. I mean, Ancelotti will be. He's a hell of a manager. And what? Is his, what's is that? His lowest, it's his lowest. Ball. It's his lowest ever finish as a manager. But that's mind blowing, isn't it? From where they were. Pretty. Uh, Put Villa in the same camp. Obviously, nearly relegated last year thanks to goal line technology. They would have gone down, but they they started like a train. Lost Grealish and turned out they're a one man team. Yeah, and they've got Dean Smith in charge. Who and they've got one of the most informed strikers going into the England squad, haven't they? We'll go on to that. Uh, yeah, and they've got Dean Smith in charge. It looks like he's burnt a cake constantly. Yeah, fuck! I've left the oven on. You can see into his brain. In uh, Stubbs would do the accent because he loves doing the Brummie accent. Uh, he just saw you look at him as if say, oh no, I've burnt the cake. Uh, yeah, so then the rest are all middle of the pack. We've discussed Wolves. Newcastle actually, credit to Steve Bruce. 
The players got him to 12, but he, uh, yeah, fair fucks. He got himself to 12. Sure got well done. Manager of the year. Jordy still want you out. No one's interested. Your title football's boring and you're tedious. Um, Palace, meh. Southampton, meh. Brighton uh, achieved their joint highest, I think it is, total ever on 41. Mm. Well done, boys. We've been here one year, we've already smashed it. Congratulations. Relegation rivals, obviously. Burnley, Sean Dyche, again, does what Sean Dyche does. Sean's just here, yeah. I think, actually. Just... <laughs> Sean! 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 Hey, mate, sit down. Why are you pleased with where you finished? Fucking buzzing. Your thoughts on your style of play? You know, and the criticism you get from some circles? Direct. Do you like to get in the mixer? Get in the mixer. You've just uh, sat down where Dan Taylor was. You might have seen him as he went out. Are you aware that he's, he's gone for a piss. doppelganger? <laughs> he's gone for a slash. Sean Dutch. We play 4 4 2, we're getting the fucking mix. You've got a fucking problem with that? Come and see me after. I'll fucking knock you out, you cunt. Eating stones for breakfast. I played for Chesterfield and I've shagged your wife. Now fuck off. Mm-hmm. What does he order from the bar, Sean Dash? What, what do you reckon he's going for? I reckon he's a dark fruits man. Nah. Nah, he's calling all day. Calling? He's, yeah. All day long. He's a lager lout, isn't he? He's one of those that goes to the bar. Orders a, orders a lager and lime and then goes, I'm only joking, pals. Make sure there's no fucking lime in it. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks for coming in, mate. Do appreciate it. Uh, it's massive for the podcast. And then uh, Fulham, West Brom and uh, Sheffield United gone down, which no shocks there. And was predicted about three months ago. Yeah, although that is a fall from grace for Sheffield United, but second season syndrome and all that. 50% chance of getting relegated. Don't you fucking dare, Leeds. I'm going to have to walk some, some back if we get relegated next Fuck year and eat imagine. some humble pie <clears throat> Dean Smith just stick a pie in while you're at it mate humble flavour please <laughs> if we get relegated I'm sure we'll be fine so no concerns there so yeah that's pretty much the round up of the leagues and uh, we'll see where it all ends up in a couple of weeks and we'll do a complete round up of who's what where when who how and what's happening with it when Lincoln are in the fucking championship but that is the round up your whistle stop tour of all the leagues. You won't get that from the BBC. You don't get that. We've done we've covered the National League into France, across all the borders, back into the UK. We've finished off in the Premier League. We don't miss anybody out. We're inclusive on this podcast. We didn't talk about Scotland. Oh yeah. Rangers won it. Next. So we neglected to tell you at the top of this podcast that we're coming to you from the Active Arena Lincoln. Active Arena Lincoln is Lincoln's first indoor football venue with four purpose-built state-of-the-art pitches for multi-purpose use. Sports bar, open from 9am to 10pm. Which is round, It's absolutely packed in there. We've had to move studios, it's that loud. Uh, but yeah, there's six aside going on tonight. They've obviously been in for all the football game. I'm sure they'll be packed and we're recording, what, Tuesday? They'll be in tomorrow for the Europa League. I'm sure the Champions League on Saturday. The Imps victory was celebrated wildly here as well. So if you haven't booked yourself a table for the England Games, get yourself down here. Yeah, and Call up. Uh, yeah, just to let everybody know that the playoff final is already booked out. Yeah, so that's by the time you listen to this on Friday, you can't have a table. So if you want to book a table for the Euros, call 01522 701 715 or contact them at info at activearena.co.uk or check them out on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, go find them. And have a burger and chips because they're fucking amazing. Every week Dan has that. Every week I walk in and he's smothered himself in chicken burger. Just fill my face. So yeah, thanks to Active Arena, go check them out. It is now time for your goat burger update. A fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No, it's a fucking goat.
is a fucking goat. Up the fucking goat book. Stubbsy, straight in. What's going on, boy? Well, it's almost getting predictable. Is George Graham in charge draw of again, by any chance? Huh? Score draw. Not a score draw. Nil-nil. But a nil-nil. Oh. I am massively concerned that George Graham has taken over at Goat Ball. Honestly, <laughs> Gigarden this week. Oh, Gigarden looks yeah. nice. Nil-nil away at Gigarden to another great result. We're proving hard to beat, but uh, equally... Can't get over the line. Can't get over the yeah. So where the hell are we in the league? Uh, still 10th. Oh, just mid-table mediocrity, innit? Yeah. Yeah, we're... Um, yeah, we're going nowhere. So because fast. you've mispronounced a football team, we've got to follow this shit every week. Because <laughs> you can't pronounce a Swedish football team, we're left... Yeah, yeah but we've, uh, I didn't realise that... Mar- is it Marek Hamšík is playing for... I'm going to start putting... Is it? Yeah, Hamšík, yeah. yeah. I'm going to start putting a quid on the draw. on a draw and see what I end up with. If I put a quid in it, they'll win 3-0. Well, that's all right then. Okay. You so put, a put a fucking quid in it. And then we'll... Done. I'll put a That's absolutely fine. Yeah. That's, that's that's it. That's your goat ball update. I can't talk anymore until they start winning. So we're, we're all goats, aren't we? Um, <laughs> we follow you un- until the day we stop doing this podcast. But uh, yeah, for now, that was your goat ball update. This podcast is also brought to you in association with Clavering's Removals and Clearance. DT, how would I contact this fine removal firm? Uh, so you can phone them on 07904 546 or contact them on email on info at for a competitive quote. They're a reliable and, t- and trusted removals and clearance company with an extensive fleet catering from all studio flats up to large family homes with a careful and respectful team on the move and on the phone uh, with the customer at the heart of everything that they do. Thank you, DT. That's all right. Well, really, you know what? We're going to do a two for one. I'm just going to roll straight in, straight in with to bigboots.co.uk, who are also our sponsors. Thank you very much to the team there. Big Boots UK is the leading online retailer of steel blue boots to UK tradies, logistics personnel, drivers, dog walkers, and many more alike. Steel blue boots are the most comfortable premium work boots on the market, which is backed by a 30 day comfort guarantee and a six month warranty, which is unheard of in the industry. Their Southern Cross zip sided boots are by far the fastest growing style of safety boots in the UK. Dan has a pair. I bloody do. The zip makes it easier for your feet to breathe when driving, easier to take off and put back on every time you enter someone's house, along with giving you the protection that you deserve to keep your feet safe on the work site. Available in males and females and everything in between. So we've teamed up with these guys. Uh, Again, thank you very much. If you go to bigboots.co.uk to buy your work boots, you enter the code... G-O-A-T-5. For £5 off on all orders. And, we never say this, it includes free delivery. It does, yeah. So there's no P&P. No P&P. No P&P. So, at checkout, enter G-O-A-T-5 for £5 off at bigboots.co.uk. Steel blue, 100% comfort, guaranteed. Uh, In all seriousness, thank you to all three of our sponsors. They really have helped massively get this off the ground. Uh, from our days doing it on Zoom calls during the lockdown to now being together in the studio with microphones and all the equipment. And um, yeah, they've got, we've got some exciting stuff coming. So thank you so much to those guys for being involved. Active Arena, Claverings and BigBoots.co.uk. Thanks, guys. Big up. There's only one place to go with show and tell this week, and that is Gareth Southgate's England, well, provisional England squad. 
So he, the bottle job, has named 32. <laughs> so he today has today named 32. We delayed our, our podcast record. We were supposed to be recording Monday, but we delayed. And then he goes and names a provisional squad. So thanks, Gareth. What we will do for you is we will take his 32, and we as a team are going to get it down to 26. Um, but the first place to start with the squad, boys, is what's your thoughts on the 32? Over to you, DT, first, I think. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, there's not too many su- um, surprises in there. Um, but there are some surprise omissions, aren't there? Mm. Danny Ings, people have talked about a lot today. Uh, there's one that you're, Stubbsy, you're interested in, is, is Madison not being there. Yeah, fuming with that, to be fair. Fuming's a big word, isn't it? Go big. Mate, I'm happy. Um, he's a good player. I'm a big fan. Fair. And I think, don't get me wrong, he's been injured, which I don't think's helped him too much. But Well, I was just going to say then, is it an attitude problem? But he's got Jack Grealish in it and a few others. Mate, I'm are... far from attitude. His attitude's absolutely first No, 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 no. Sorry, don't get me wrong. Not on the pitch, off the pitch. He went to a party and that sort of stuff and there was some problems with that. And if you talk to Leicester fans, that they do point to that to, see, to show his sort of dropping form. But it can't be that because he's got others in here that have had transgressions on and off the field. So it's not a character thing, is it? Um, some interesting people that have got first call-ups. So obviously Ben White uh, has got in it. Um, ben Godfrey. Ah, that's it, Ben Godfrey. Yeah, so Ben Godfrey, Ben White, two Bens. Uh, yeah, you're not a fan, are you? Um, I've got into it. I mean, f- firstly, what's your thoughts on doing a provisional squad? I mean, I would have just named 26 personally and then worried about it. Well, yeah, you might as well have named his 26 and... You can you can chop and change a few before up until up until the first game. The first game, if you injuries, can, you can yeah. replace. So I don't know. I don't honestly don't. He's given himself more time. He's only given himself till next Tuesday, the first of June. That's that's all he's given himself to. He's got to name that squad on the first of June officially to UEFA. So I don't really know. I mean, his reasoning is, and I don't really agree with it, but he's waiting for the European finals to, to get out of the way. So Wednesday, Saturday, and he's also waiting to hear on a couple of injuries. Uh, Calvin Phillips, uh, who hurt his shoulder in the final game, and obviously Maguire, but he is named in the in the squad versus Villarreal, so you'd assume he's close to fitness. So um, I just don't get it. I mean, I don't know why you would bother naming Aaron Ramsdale because he's not going to get in it. Goalkeepers are strange. Yeah, it's not be- ideal is because it? two of them have been relegated. And what did you say? The other one finished tenth. Yeah, and the other one played half a season. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the strongest group it's, as it's ever looked, is it, really? And I think then, we just need to go all out attack, looking at that. Yeah. <laughs> into, into, the, into the defenders, so uh, there was a lot of talk last night from the press boys that Alexander-Arnold wasn't going to call, but he's got one, there he is. Ben Chilwell, Connor Cody, Ben Godfrey, as we've mentioned. Rhys James, who I think is a, is a superb player, Rhys James. Uh, Harry Maguire, again, injury concern. Tyron Mings, who I'm not having at all. Uh, Luke Shaw, who's had a brilliant season. John Stone's had a really good season. Of course, he plays in the Champions League final, potentially Saturday night. Kieran Trippier has won the league in La Liga, so unbelievable. Carl Walker, meh. Nah. Meh. And Ben White, who I've seen uh, firsthand for a whole season, uh, the season before last, and he's a superb player. Where was that? Uh, he was on lo- Where was he on loan? Um, I think they won the league by 10 points. I can't remember. Um, into the midfield, so Jude Bellingham, who is just an unbelievable little player. He's class. I saw him as well. The talent point. in our midfield is a joke, to be fair. Uh, Jordan Henderson, again, injury concerns. Jesse Lingard, who's come steaming into that England squad after being completely out, out of it. Nowhere. Well, can you remember yeah. when we when they announced it, the squad for the friendlies, and we spoke about him being a, 
a bit of a surprise inclusion, but actually since then he's been he's been unreal, hasn't he? You can't argue yeah. with the facts. The facts are he's been wonderful second half of the season. He's been a bolt of energy in that West Ham side, and he's he's put up numbers. So can't whack it. Mason Mount, who's a brilliant little footballer, no problems with Mason Mount at all. Calvin Phillips, who's the greatest centre midfielder to ever grace the England shirt, and is um, just unbelievable. He's everything McAlelly wishes he was because he's got better passing range. Uh, jokes aside, he's a wonderful player and uh, I'm pleased to see him there despite the injury. He may drop out if it turns out that his shoulder injury is, is more of concern. Leeds have uh, said that he, it's of minor concern and there's rumours it'll be three weeks, so we'll see. It does change how Southgate want to play because I know he wants to play two in, in front. Uh, Declan Rice, again, is a really good player. I think he's got a move in, in this summer. I, I do think he'll end up somewhere else in the summer. Uh, and James Ward-Prowse, so we'll... Um, he's had a solid game. season, hasn't he? Do you see the again. stat on him? Which free kick stat? Oh, no. about his um, first player, first player in Premier League history to play, to play every single minute yeah, in back to back seasons. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, his, and his free kick stats, which I've got in front of me, are just unbelievable. He's a cracking little player, Ward Prowse. Ever since he broke through, he's a wonderful little player. Good vision, good energy. You said yeah, you're, a lot. you're starting to sound like Harry Redknapp. <laughs> It's a trippy wide player. Trippy little player. player. Trippy little player. Trippy little player. player. Yeah, trying to sign him. Uh, yeah, trying to sign him. Um, into the strikers. Top How end of the pitch. Wonderful players. Do we have in there? Uh, plenty of <laughs> wonderbar players. I'm going to stop saying wonderful now, as I'm being criticised. Uh, so Dominic Calvin Lewin. Wonderful player. Wonderful player. Trippy player. Phil Foden. Can't oh. that, clearly, generational talent. Can't, if he's not started, we should be. We should be moulding our entire side around him. Jack, no driving licence, Grealish. Mason Greenwood, who God knows why he's there, but he's there. Harry Kane. Are you unsure why Mason Greenwood? You've just yeah, stated. We'll dive on to in a minute. Harry Kane, obviously, clearly our best striker. Uh, Marcus Rashford, can't argue with that, wonderful player, fuck's sake. <laughs> Brilliant player. Terrific little Trific player. player. Yeah, Nico Crenshaw. Cratchit. That's Cratchit not made this squad. Jamie, Jamie. Uh, Marcus Rashford, Sacco, not sure what he's doing there. Uh, Jordan Sacco. Sancho, great player. Had a brilliant season at Dortmund. Jayden, Some would say he was Jaden as well. What I'd say. Jordan. Same thing, stupid name, isn't it? <laughs> Jaden Sancho. Sorry, Jaden, if you're listening. Seems unlikely. Uh, if you're listening uh, from your hotel room in Dortmund. Raheem Sterling, not the best of seasons for his own standards, but wonderful player. And... Uh, there's a raffle winner here. Um, presume he's been included for charity. Ollie Watkins has also made it into the squad. Uh, no, joking aside, he's a great player. A really good he season. He's a wonderful little player. Wonderful and, little, wonderful and, player. And you're only Would you fuck off now? Yeah, but you're only bitter because you're not talking about Bamford. Right, let's address it, shall we? Because I'm, I'm leading up to it. Let's, let's address the 10-ton elephant in the room. I... Right, I'm going to say... I don't feel there is an elephant in the room. Right, there's an elephant in the room and the listener knows it. it, it <laughs> is nothing short of a disgrace that Patrick Bamford is not in this England squad. Bearing in mind, it's a squad, it's a 32 squad squad. It's not even the 26 that are going because I can't say provisional. Yeah, so he's not um, He's not even in the best 32 England players. It's interesting because he's in the top four strikers in the Premier League. So it's funny how he can't get into a 32. I, I, it's a disgrace. I, when, when we discussed this ages ago with the last squad for them friendlies and, and the qualifiers, I was pretty much... I was being fair to Southgate and I was saying, okay, fair enough, blah, blah. When you've hit the numbers he's hit and you've finished your season off and you've got four and four to finish the season, where Calvert-Lewin has got three and 13, Ollie Watkins three and eight, and there's Bamford. 
I don't, I don't know what more you have to do to get in an England squad. 17 goals, 7 Not assists from like a 38 game season. Teacher. Well, he's very posh, darling. His, his wife fell off a horse as well at the weekend, so I mean, what, what, what more bad luck do you need? I must, I must admit, I. I am surprised he's been. A, You're trying to bait me. Been admitted. No, 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 genuinely, like joking aside. No, I'm not looking, not looking at you. I'm looking at dwarf <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Gigi Buffon's love child over there. Hi, Stubbs, his mum. You've been to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 interesting that he's been left out. I, I, I don't understand it myself. Um, I hate to do this because football is about more than stats. But Harry Kane, 23. Goals, 14 assists. Salah, 22-5. Fernandez, 18-12. Son Heung-min, 17-10. 17-7. And he's not going to the Euros. I don't understand. I don't understand. Calvert-Lewin, 16. And no assists. Maybe he's got nudes no of Southgate's daughter or something. You're a selfish lover, Calvert-Lewin, yeah. No assists. <laughs> well, I think your missus is happy. Uh, then Jamie Vardy, who obviously took himself out of contention, so he can't even be talked about. And then there's Ollie Watkins, who again, has had a brilliant season. First season in the Premier League. Played really well for Villa. He's, he should, probably should be in the squad, but I don't understand it. Can someone please explain to me why Bamford's not there? Can you put some logic I, to it? I, well, as much as we bait you and try and take the piss, I, I don't get it myself. So He wouldn't be in my squad if it makes you feel any better. So we're now going to whittle down, and I stand corrected, it's a 33-man squad, not a 32-man squad. We're now going to whittle that down to 26. So should we start with the goalkeepers, where I think it's fairly obvious? You're a goalie who's, going, who's not going. Ramsdale. Yeah, Because he's been absolutely rabble all year. <laughs> so Ramsdale is gone. gone. Yeah, he's, so, cut, he's cut on my list as well. Alexander-Arnold. No, I'm keeping him in. Yeah, me too. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ben Shilwell, Connor Cody, all three of those going? Yeah. Yeah. So, come to my first admission, not you boys, Ben Godfrey's gone. Yeah, he's, he's, he's scratched on my list as well. Mainly because I don't know who he is. <laughs> Rhys James, going. He's going. Slabhead, going. Going. Mings has gone for me, he's not making nah, my cut. I, I, I take Mings as that. I, I take him. I, I met uh, Walker and White. So... I'm agreeing on Ben White, no problem there, I don't think he'll make it. Um, so it's up to you, Stubbsy, who's from the official GOAT podcast, 26-man squad, barring any injuries. Is it Kyle Walker or Mings not going? I would admit Mings, because Kyle Walker can do a job at centre-off. Okay, so Mings has gone into the midfield. Jude Bellingham, Jordan Henderson, Jesse Lingard, Mount, Phillips, Declan Rice. I've only got one being omitted, yeah. and that's Ward-Prowse. Yeah, same here. Unfortunately. I, and on his stats, it's harsh, but he just the midfielders that we've got, I just don't see him getting any game time, really. Are you cool with that, Stubbsy? No. Okay, because <laughs> he's two to one, so you don't get a choice anyway. But who's, who, who would go for you? You're not going to like it. Calvin Phillips? Yeah. Fucking hell. I don't, I, they're saying banter either. I just don't see where he plays and who he plays. Other than the centre midfield number four shit. Well, yeah, but Henderson and Rice, you've got two of them in there already. Well, Henderson's, Henderson's been, injured, injured yeah. isn't he? I'm not sure he's even going to be fit for the first game. I'm not going to make the Declan Rice argument because I really like Declan Rice and it's, it's, and it's, un, it's almost unfair that they keep getting compared to each other when they're not the same player as far as I'm concerned. They've got very different assets. Yeah. Declan Rice is is much more capable of getting up and down the field, whereas Calvin will sit there and spray balls all day long, break up plays, an absolute beast. He's got loads of energy about him. He reads the game ever so well. 
Uh, I completely disagree with you, Carl, but that's, I would say that. Um, so we're omitting we're um, Ward Prowse. So into the strikers, uh, Calvert Lewin, Phil, and, and sorry, attacking midfielders, uh, Calvert Lewin, Phil Foden, Grealish. Greenwood is my first omission on this list. No, I've just got Watkins and Saka. Yeah, same. I think, I, I think Watkins is going. Well, I don't see what the point is. Well, don't see the point in Watkins? No. Because I think you, if you're playing plan A, you need to keep playing plan A. Well, you have. You've got Harry Kane. Yeah, so he's plan A. Yeah. He, plan he's B. injured or comes it's off. Calvin Calvin Lewin. Lewin. So why do you need no, Harry? I, no, I'd prefer, I prefer Watkins to Calvin. No, not no. a chance. I think he runs the channels better. I think he offers more. No, not a chance. You'll have Grealish potentially to the left of him. And I think... Sliding balls through. I'd rather... If, if, if he's going to be in the bloody squad... I don't think with the formation that we play, you do not need three central strikers. So in would you have Bamford over Cavalier? Uh No. Would you have Bamford over Cavalier? No. Why is that? Because I like Cavalier more. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Harry Kane obviously staying, Rashford's obviously staying, and then I've got to get to Sacco now, Sacco now, which I'm happy to... Admit. Yeah, Sacco gets scratched. Sacco can get sacked off. <laughs> So that leaves uh, Jaden. Sorry for mispronouncing your name earlier, Jaden. Stupid name. Uh, Raheem Sterling, and uh, that's it because you boys are kicking Watkins out. So that, that so that that intrigues me. So so Kane's Kane's not playing. So you just automatically put Calvert Lewin in. Yep. And then you want potentially Greenwood to slot in off the bench as and when required. Yep. Okay. I think you've got more. Greenwood's finishing is. I'm not denying he's finished. Unbelievable, yeah. And you look at, I'm not comparing England to, England to Man City, but Man City have played the whole season without having a striker. I don't See, that, that, that's a very good good point, because there is an option to play, go false number nine. You've got enough talent in there, not to even bother with yeah, the strikers. That's absolutely. a very good point. Just let, yeah, let, point. Sterling, let Sterling and Foden are used to doing it anyway, because that's all they've done all season. Yeah. I mean, Sterling couldn't finish his dinner, but I know, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, Green, I, I wouldn't be against Kane not playing and just going out. And, and to be fair, we've still got Rashford in that squad. There's no reason why he can play through the middle. My only issue with this squad, and it's the same mistake that every England manager makes, I don't think it's picked on form. No, I honestly it's don't a bit think clicky. But it is. But it's always like that. And it's every why, who squad. would you have in there that's not? Patrick Bamford. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh mate, might just, as well um, fucking recall Nigel Martin at this point. Just out of interest, so we haven't discussed Danny Ings. What's your thoughts on Danny Ings? Um, that, is, that, that was the biggest... Because he's the, something the, different, Stubbsy, that you're looking <clears> for. That was the biggest glaring omission from, from my side as well. I thought he'd be a shoo-in, but... Brilliant finisher, he's links been, the play up well, he's had a really good season. He's been on fire. Is it just one too many, do you think? I don't know. Well, the thing is, like that, we are, for the f- first time in a long time, we're blessed with a lot of quality in the final third like there's there's a lot of players to choose from there a lot um, so and, and, and personally I, I just I feel we have to build we have to build that team around Phil Foden oh mate there's no argument here for yeah. that he's, he's generational the kid he's he's the best shot we've got at, at, at being a just successful give, side just, just give, give him the ball and fucking and, and, and if I'm honest uh, I'd have Grealish on the other side because I think he's yeah. set, he just runs and runs and he just takes... They just use talent, do, mate, to be He just fair, makes like. defenders do stuff they don't want to. They don't want to be going that way and they don't want to step in. Obviously, there's questions over his diving, etc. But he wins a lot of fouls, so let's just leave it there. He wins a lot of fouls, which you're going to need in this tournament. So if you need to break up play, I've got no problem with that. I mean, back to the Calvin Phillips argument with Declan Rice. I'd only play one and I don't think you need two in there, but Southgate seems adamant he wants to play two in there. So it would be Rice, Henderson or Calvin. Because of... 
he will. It'll depend on who we're playing. Very much attacking fullbacks. So in some sense, you still don't need two. Why do you need two? But you, you like Henderson just covers every blade of grass on the pitch, and so does Rice. They're both. So why do you need two? They're they're both more than capable of going forward. But uh, why do you need two? No, nobody else plays with two. Because that's what Southgate wants to do. Well, I, don't, I just don't like and it. Southgate is the one. He's not for me. He doesn't turn you on, does he, Adam? Not for me. Not having him. Uh, I am moving further and further away from being asked about England. Honestly, I am moving... F- with every passing season, I'm giving less of a shit. No, not in tournament football. Tournament football's different, yeah. mate. Is it what? August yet? Is it August yet? So honestly, is it are the preseason friendly? Shut up. Honestly, oh, I move. I will we'll watch. Fucking, we'll, play, we'll play this back to you. And no, you can. I will watch every single minute of every single game, and I'll be up for every single game. I but will I've got to admit, walk about with a, well, no active arena. The active yeah. arena. <laughs> Saved. But it's Probably gonna. Will be it's gonna about. take some tournament to start pulling me back from the edge. Honestly, I, I'm just. I'll j- I'm j- there's nothing I love more than watching the football used to, mate. with Internet, the lads. Yeah, exactly. No, having beers like. England as well because like normally it's all just like, everyone's on board aren't they yeah like, everybody's well, pulling stop. yeah everybody's going in the same direction like whereas normally when you're watching football you mate should well there's different, different levels support, there's different levels different of support and, in there whereas everybody's like just on the England bandwagon and we can I can play three lines in my car over from, and over again uh, don't, don't get me wrong when I put three lines on a tingle I've been to watch England abroad numerous occasions with as a travelling supporter and it's amazing and and seeing all the songs and I, clearly I'm English so I, I give a shit I just all I'm saying is it I am struggling starting to struggle a bit in all seriousness with it as every season goes by and as I fall more in love with my club side and what they're achieving and what they're trying to strive to do I just I don't know I, just, I, I just think to be fair it. I do see where you're coming from um, but I think like this Nations League has made it a little bit more entertaining. Like there's nothing yeah, I found more boring than was what I did watch. It was like friendlies, friendlies. after friendlies, friendly yeah, after no, friendly. Definitely. Like it was just garbage, wasn't it? Well, at least now we have got a Nations League, which has made it competitive. Um, and you it was able to turn England on to fall asleep on the sofa I mean, at night. Well, it used to be one side for the first half, oh. another side for the second half. Yeah. yeah, and it was just garbage, wasn't it? It was utter dross. I- I'm not in the camp that. That always gives the old like this the scouse thing of I'm oh, scouse not English, but I'm not in that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying oh I can't support Rashford because he plays for United. No, 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 not at all. I'm not in that camp. I'm, all I'm saying is this tournament. It, it's got to be good because I'm, I'm just falling out of love with it a little bit and just as I say, I'll watch every single minute. We're going to bring you special pods all throughout, and and, and I'll be I'm sure I'll just be as animated as I, as I always am. I just yeah, I'm I'm just starting to lose a bit of love for it and uh, yeah. We'll see. So, see what comes of it. We'll see when you're pouring pints over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably, let's be honest, when it comes to July, I'm going to sound like the world's biggest hypocrite. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, when me and Patrick are watching it on the sofa together <laughs> and uh, Michaela's making us cups of tea. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see. And obviously from a from a club standpoint as well, obviously you guys want to have this. Although you have to be fair, you got, um, is Brennan Johnson made the Welsh squad? Mm. He's not made it. Obviously, we've got we've got a plethora of players in it. So there's there's so many players in it for the tournament. So I'll be following all of them quite closely to see how they get on. Hope they don't get injured. What? What's a plethora? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> loads. We've got loads. We've got Spanish. Like a we've got specific number. Scottish. 
Yeah, we've got plenty. I thought it was like another word for five or something. I think that concludes show and tell. Uh, a few mixed messages there. A bit of a fallen out from me and Stubbsy over it. <laughs> But I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think uh, football is nothing without debate. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, we it's went quite entertaining to watch anyway. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's like two weeks running with nearly. Fucking yeah. <laughs> but, Good job um, there's a big table in just, between. Just to yeah. clarify what I said in there about the podcast, we are planning, and I say planning because we haven't confirmed it yet, but we're planning to get nicely melted while watching the uh, all the games. <laughs> and then jump on the microphone. And then jump straight on the mic with some guests. So we've already invited some guests to come in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hopefully, Danny. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, we'll have some chicken wings in there, some burgers, some beer. We'll get the mic set up and we're going to record a 30 to 40 minute post match special. Um, possibly on all games, maybe not, maybe some of the games. We'll see how it comes on. But yeah, please look out for that in your way to you get your podcast from. If Discount Cabs want to sponsor us so I can get to and from getting leathered, <laughs> that'd be brilliant. <laughs> the first words that are going to come out of my mouth are fucking loving me. <laughs> Freelance, oh shit. So, so I've always said you should play two in front of the back four. If the solidity it gives you against these top, top sides. Fucking love you, Southgate. Should we go to M&S? Any other round, is it M&S? You'll be sat here in a waistcoat and everything. Yeah. I've gone on to have M&S over there. I've got myself a waistcoat. So anyway, that concludes show and tell. Hope you enjoy it. You have been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, and it's been a fairly lively episode. It's episode 13. Would you agree, boys? Feisty one, you are. Yeah, well, I've got a bit angry about the old angry. past situation, but I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure the listener will enjoy it. I love it. how you refer to all Leeds players like your mates with them. Yeah, we are friends. Pat. Well, we had a few Pat nicknames Rads. last week. Rads. Even with the, even their owner. Yeah, Rads, oh, mates. Oh, well, boys, I'm just in with them. <laughs> Coops. Berra, oh, oh, I've got a video from Coops, mate. Rafa, yeah, we're just, we're just, just yeah, like just, that. When you, yeah, we, we go out in Tiger Tiger and Leeds and stuff. <laughs> when, when times are normal, clearly, we can't do it now. But um, hopefully, I'll get an old BL to fitness room. So yes, yeah, so you've been listening to Gone Off on a Tangent, episode thirteen. Thanks for listening, and we're hopefully off to Wembley. You are. Wembley hopefully up the imps up the imps so yeah so thanks for listening Uh, check out Active Arena Clavering's Removals and Clearance and bigboots.co.uk G085 for your £5 off thanks to those guys I've been Adam Stocks he's been Dan Taylor cheerio and he's been Carl Stubbs ciao for now thanks for listening see you next week are we so shameless